This is the Tailored Transformations Podcast, where you will hear relatable transformation stories from our personal clients that will inspire you to create change in your own life. My name is Cody McBroom, and I am the founder and CEO of Tailored Coaching Method, a world-renowned online fitness and nutrition coaching company, and I am proud to introduce the host of our Transformation Podcast, Ariel DeAmper. Hello, welcome back to the Tailored Transformation Podcast. This is Coach Hallie here, and I wanted to talk today about something that comes up with clients almost every single week, and that is scale fluctuations and just our overall relationship to the scale. So first, I wanted to dive into what causes different scale fluctuations, and so you have a better idea of all of the different variables because the scale will go up or down, not related to body fat, but uh, can be related to many, many other things. So to run through that, uh, it can fluctuate based off of poor sleep from the night before. If you have been increased in stress, whether it's that day before or um, more in that week in general, if you had a hard workout, if you're feeling a little bit sore, you can be experiencing some low-grade inflammation that is very temporary. If you are uh, dehydrated, if you had less water the day before or even um, dehydrated from a hard workout, the temperature is higher, uh, you're sweating a little bit more or you had alcohol. Um, if you took in a little bit more sodium the night before, that could be from a meal out or eating some different foods. If someone else prepared the food it tends to be a little bit higher sodium. Um, like I said, alcohol can cause weight fluctuations. Sometimes people see the scale go down the next day and then it kind of fluctuates up after that. If there is any digestive issues going on, so if you're bloated, constipated, have loose stools, anything like that, that's abnormal, that can cause, again, some low-grade inflammation in your gut. If you ate a little bit later the night before or had a larger meal the night before than normal, that can cause that. Uh, carb intake will pull in more water if you have more carbs. So that could be just a higher carb day the day before, or maybe you had a couple of refeed days if you're in a deficit, um, or you just ate a little bit more carbs later in the evening as well. That can cause a little bit of water fluctuations. That's usually more in the muscle cell of more glycogen being stored in your muscles versus like bloat, um, unless you ate something that didn't sit well. Um, and that leads me to eating something that doesn't digest well, uh, that you would just know that you're sensitive to, um, that just didn't feel good on your gut. If you did not have a bowel movement before you took your weight, um, sometimes we know we're on a clock, our bodies work really consistently, and some mornings it, it doesn't happen. Um, if you are a female and you have a menstrual cycle, then uh, depending on the time of the month, that will change the scale. And then if you're traveling too, that could be from being on a plane that will cause a little bit of dehydration. If you're just in a different space, um, that will affect your sleep or your stress or different foods that you're eating. So a lot of things go into uh, traveling being a little bit different. So those are all things that are not related to body fat changes. And what I can say is that you will not gain or lose a significant amount of body fat overnight. So if the scale fluctuates up the next day, even if it's, a, let's say, four to five pounds, which is pretty significant, uh, it's not that you gained four to five pounds overnight. That would actually be really impressive with your calorie intake. And I would, I would want to know how you did that. 
So people really range of what the scale fluctuations they are used to seeing. So that can be anywhere from, you know, 0.2 pounds, 0.5 pounds up to four to five pounds. So everyone's going to be very different with that. Um, so getting to know how your body fluctuates is really helpful insight so that you have a better understanding of, of your own self individually. Um, one thing I would definitely suggest is to look at the weekly average of your weight versus day to day and use that as more reliable data. Also looking at the trends each month, especially if you are a menstruating female, if you are looking at the week of your cycle compared to the following week, those might be very different. But if you look at the week of your cycle compared to the week of your cycle, the next month, that is very helpful information to look at. Then let's get into what you can do. So being consistent with the things that are in your control is going to allow for less fluctuations on the scale. So that comes down to your food choices, your meal timing, your water intake, your sleep. Most of the time we can control um, the time that you work out, your alcohol intake, eating foods that you know digest well, um, you know, not eating super late unless it's out of your control. Um, so a lot of these things are within our control. And if we focus on those, we definitely have more peace of mind and we'll see less fluctuations on the scale, which also gives us more peace of mind. Uh, look at pictures and measurements. So don't just use the scale. You want to look at your body composition and other areas that are showing progress or changes that may or may not correlate to what the scale is reflecting. And so keeping that in mind is the scale is not the end all be all of whether you're making progress or not. Um, and so we have to put it in context with all of the other data. So it's just on the same levels as taking your pictures, taking your measurements, um, looking at your overall consistency and also how you're feeling. So to get into more of mindset around the scale and how to better handle the scale fluctuations, because I think if we avoid the scale altogether, we're not addressing the, the issue that we might have with it. But we also then we we put this on a pedestal that it, it carries more pressure if we ever do step on it. And I think that if we can get more exposure to it and start to see it as just another data point, then we don't allow a number to have an effect on us. So that's something that's within your control is allowing a number, allowing a device to affect you or to change how you feel about yourself. So there's no moral value to a certain number on the scale. It doesn't mean that you are good or bad um, or you are worthy or not worthy. And so coming back to your gathering data, especially if you are focused on any sort of weight uh, change, you know, fat loss or building muscle, then you want to see what the number is doing. And if you're being affected by that number and it's triggering you in a way to feel less about yourself, then we need to address where those thoughts are coming from. And it has nothing to do with that number and more about how you're perceiving that number. So when you see it fluctuate, get curious ask questions, figure out maybe what caused the fluctuation. It doesn't need to come with any sense of judgment, but get curious around what played into that. Why did it go up? And sometimes we can figure it out. Sometimes we can't, um, but curiosity will always put you into a better headspace. And then focus on how you feel as well. So something I will tell clients a lot is when you get up in the morning, before you take your weight, do a body scan. How do you feel 
you know, how do you look in the mirror? And then you step on the scale and regardless of what that number says, come back to that feeling of how you felt. And sometimes you wake up and you're like, I feel a little bit heavier. I feel a little bit swollen or a little bit backed up or something. And you, so you're anticipating the scale being up a little bit, but sometimes you're like, oh, I feel on top of the world. I feel so good in my body. So that number then doesn't need to change that feeling. Um, and so coming and being intuitive and coming back to, okay, I trust how I feel. And that means more than a number. And when you have a plan for your day, when you know what your meals are going to look like, you know what your plan looks like on the whole, that number, whatever it shows does not need to change your execution of your plan. And if you allow it to, then you're giving that more power than it needs to, and you're removing the power from yourself. So you have a plan for your day, you step on the scale, you step off, regardless of what that number is, you still follow your plan. Because again, that consistency is what's going to benefit you the most in the long run. Um, and so at the end of the day, you stick to that plan no matter what. So I hope that was helpful going over scale fluctuations with the actual causes, what to expect, getting to know your body better, but also just your mindset around the scale, around taking your weight and your relationship to it, and maybe starting to shift to seeing it as more of a positive thing, part of the data collection, part of getting to know yourself better, and then feeling more in control of this process. Mm -hmm.